Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Third Intermission Podcast. This is your boy Dave speaking, and of course, I got my crew here on the squad cast. Of course, we got Darren in the cut. We got Jordan in the cut. We're just waiting on Reese right now. Of course, Reese is kind of busy with this something. guy said squad cast. Wow. Of course. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with squad cast? You want to go with podcast and just sound, sound, sound white? Well, I can't say sound white and shit, but like. Squad cast? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong oh, with dude, that? Man. What's wrong with listen, Squadcast? Like, yo, is it listen, yo, is listen. it not proper? Is it not listen. proper? <laughs> is it not proper? I have never heard that term in my whole 31 years of living. Yo, it's because I literally just came up with that term. Watch In a Vietnam. My goodness. My God. <laughs> my God. Dave. Yo, these are the dudes I roll with. Anyways, um... How y'all doing, boys? I'm good, man. Like I said, I was saying earlier, just fighting through the cold into it. Not, not that I have a cold. I'm talking about the literal cold weather outside. <laughs> um, I love living in Toronto, but the worst thing about it is the weather. Yeah. And mm. I've never been a fan of the weather, but that's like, yeah. we, but we move, you know what I'm saying? We move Trust. always. Yeah, yo, I'm chilling, yo. I'm, I'm out here chilling. You already know. I got the new microphone so I could do ASMR if I really want to. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Jordan. This yo, is third division podcast. Yo, low key, you should do an ASMR on like how to how to make oxtail one time. <laughs> I will I will gladly forward that to Darren because I am not an expertise in making. Yeah, oxtail. yo, you know what's funny? I made some curry chicken and roti for dinner tonight too. So was, wow, of time. all days, yo, of all, of days, all days. I know, I know. T- today. I you know, know what? Me want reparation. That's what my daughter asked for, man. She gets what she wants. You know what I'm saying? So. No, that's fire, bro. That's yo, fire. You, yo, you need to come through. You need to come through and cook curry chicken yesterday, man. Yo, hey, man. get my girl the curry chickpeas too. <laughs> yo, she's no, on my... that vegetarian tip, guy. Okay, okay. Don't say a word, man. Can't cook only for veggie food, you know? Because sometimes yeah. I do that. I do that. But how you doing, though, Dave? I'm okay, you know, just chilling and everything. Um, of course, uh, Black History Month is uh, is upon us, and you know, men's are just trying to celebrate and enjoy it as best as he can. Of course, being locked in Twitter jail is one other thing right now. Uh, but of course, they won't managed... let me out. Listen, listen, y'all don't, y'all don't know, y'all don't know about, y'all don't know about Twitter jail like I know Twitter jail. Okay, I'm no, the Twitter school, jail school triple us. OG fam. You know no, what I'm saying? School us on this shit, then. Let me what tell you what? something about when Twitter jail was actually Twitter jail. When yeah, you tweet man. so much that these people say, "Yo, you can't tweet for one hour, two hour." One time I locked up for just like the rest of the day, fam. Like a whole 12 hours. I was just, you know, this is like, yo, you're tweeting too much, fam. It wasn't like I was saying nothing offensive. It was just so voluminous that they're like, yo, are you spam? You must be spam. So we're going to just castrate you for a little bit. But yo. they kind of ease up off of that. Haven't really, haven't touched Twitter jail in like two years, you know? So, yo, man, sorry, I'll get you. But, yo, I'm a vet, fam. I'm an OG in a ting. Six Six is actually a, a, a Twitter all star. You know what I'm saying? He's the only man I know that has over a million tweets. Yo, gang, gang. A million been tweets. Here from like 09, eh? 09. A million tweets. A million. Like a million tweets. Fam. A million. A million. A million. I haven't even hit 15,000 yet, man. Like, yo, that's crazy. That's like, okay. To that's put in comparison, 15,000, that's like. 
That that's rookie numbers. That's like two. That's like that's like two three months for me. <laughs> but like like yo, yeah, easy. Yo, imagine oh. if we got you like live tweeting Leafs games too from your account alone. Like yo, dog, it'd be yeah. a war. <laughs> Oh no! You don't need all you don't need all those problems. Trust me. Sticks. How we many how, how many tweets ago did you stop paying attention to your followers? Like how many followers you had? Yo, oh, like if I like if I like really cared about it and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like how, how how long did you stop caring about how much followers you had? When I hit like okay, obviously like when you hit a thousand, that's like whoa. Yeah. But uh, I think when I hit like two, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is. Well, the difference for me is just because I'm so interactive. I'm yeah. not one of those, like, I just tweet, like, I don't respond to people or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, nah, I'm, like, very interactive. Mm-hmm. The fact that I even have 9,000 followers is actually hilarious anyways. I'm just like, I don't know where, where 9,000 of y'all came from, but it's cool. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I know that Zend- Zendaya's retweet from last year got me 1,000 followers, like, easily. Low-key. Oh, yeah, like, yo, that was, like, so nuts. And then Kehlani retweeted me as well. She didn't quote me, but she retweeted me that same tweet. Yo, what? it was it was wild. It was it was wild. It was wild. But yo, who, nah, who, who you think is more likely to like hockey, Zendaya or Kehlani? Yo, that's a <laughs> I think, I think, you know what? I think I would go with, um, I would go with Zendaya, actually. Yeah, Hold like up, Zendaya. Zendaya, really? I would go with Zendaya yeah, because Zendaya is like thuggish ruggish. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like that would be like her cup of tea. But also like Kehlani, she's I know that she's from Oakland or whatever, but she's she's tough too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of tough because just based on like their their personalities, I feel like they would both fuck with hockey. But I would lean more on Zendaya, you know, joining in that. Oh, they both from the Bay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. They are both. Yeah, from they're there. both from the Yo, game. this makes me wonder who would win in a hockey fight between the two of them. Still, no, 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 we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. You don't put two bad bitches against each other. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, all right. Now we get right. in a woman's business. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm staying. I'm staying right in my black ass man's business. Exactly. But speaking of business, you know how you know the Leafs. You know they're looking yeah. sitting pretty. Currently first place yeah. in, in the North Division. Just like, just we, like all, we predicted. We all just like predicted. we all predicted uh, that they were gonna run through the whole division and slap with a blood clot. People. Sitting, yeah. Currently sitting first in the entire league overall, but first in the in the North Division. Bob, Bob, um, Bob. Pretty convincingly over the Montreal Canadiens and then Winnipeg Jets after that. Edmonton Oilers. Yo, of course. <sighs> but, I mean, we really do need to address what happened last night. Of no, course. No, we don't. No, we don't. Me, we and, me and Darren didn't watch it. You can address it. We don't talk about shit. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. We're not. We're having a conversation on. about that, too. We're having a conversation about that game, too. Bolt that game, too. Yo, honestly. Anyways, um, getting back on topic here, of course. Going back to Twitter jail, of course, our our original account was kind of locked up and everything. Of course, some some post wolf from Montreal decided to be a hater and get us locked up. But of course, okay, we don't actually know that, but we're just like kind of running with that narrative because fuck Montreal. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Of course, of course. Bo- so somebody got- from Bone, somebody from Boneless Paris got upset, and you know they didn't like it. They didn't yeah. like what we were saying. Mm-hmm. And you know we were just chirping, just like of how course. they do on the ice. And you know somebody got into their feelings. 
Yo, and we don't know that for sure, but that's the narrative we're running with. So, honestly, I would like to say this: like, yo, if you're really gonna be out here trying to ban us on Twitter, yo, be grown and just have a conversation with this man. Like, or chirp back with us. Exactly. Yo, we love it. We love it. Like, guys, yo, have you have you met Twitter? Have you met Twitter? People, people <laughs> like, don't do that. People if they don't like have to, here. they won't do it. I, I mean, I guess, but like, yo, people <laughs> are out here really doing, really doing the the most for like the least the least amount of bullshit, man. Like, yo, how how are people doing shit for clout uh, and trying to do the smallest thing to get people canceled? Like, yo, honestly, I, I, I don't get it. Honestly, listen, because people are just miserable. Humans are just miserable, and yo, people really it, want people to be as miserable as them. So they will do whatever they can do within their own limited power that they have mm -hmm. to bring you down to their level. But of you know course. what? We move always. So it's fine. Follow us on the new Twitter. Everything else, still copacetic. You're done already. Always yeah. copacetic. It's right. fine. I, yes, yes. Word to Darren. Yeah, Everything right. copacetic. Everything copacetic. <laughs> so just follow us, everybody, on Twitter at Toronto Third. That's Toronto3RD on Twitter. New Twitter account. Tweet us. All of them thing. Hashtag leave them. Hashtag leave them forever. All right. All right. Now that that, now that that piece of business is taken care of, uh, we want to ask real quick, how are we doing so far, man? Like, yo, I know some of y'all have been seeing them games. Y'all have been seeing our takeovers, of course. I, of course, talk the most shit during every single Leaf game, especially when yes, it's you yeah. Yo. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You got a wild Yo. with it, bro. Wild. <laughs> Yo. Yo, keys to the W is like, yo, literally a cornerstone of how I tweet. Now, man. It's like, yo, Dave's keys to the W. <laughs> like, no, I mean, listen, listen, listen. I'm very, very pleased. The Leafs are playing. Not only are they playing well, but they're also playing a very entertaining attractive brand of hockey um the new guys seem to be gelling uh with the with the old regime mm -hmm. um you know the young guys are really stepping up as you know mitch martin uh william nylander austin bloodclot matthews leading the league and then we have we and we and wonder leading the charge Big up to Scarborough one time, you know. You already know what it is, Scarborough. Every day, fam. Port Union and Lawrence stand up, fam. You already know. But a man like man like Wayne, fam. Wayne, the general of Scarborough. That's what I'm saying. So, like, what I what I like most about this Leaf team is that they don't buckle, they don't rattle under pressure. Um, you know, when whenever. Whenever they're, you know, they're not playing, they seem flat. There's always one guy that steps up to kind of trying to bring them up with the momentum, whether it be Wayne Simmons or or any of the other guys that I named earlier. And then, you know, my favorite player on the Leafs currently is Morgan Riley, and he's been, like, steady Freddy, for lack of a better word, um, for the whole season. He's Yo, been this man's been scoring. Concert, so. Like, this guy's yeah. been oh, doing a lot of work. I Like, obviously, yeah, I've been, like, paying attention off and on, but – Every game, it's like, oh, Morgan Riley scored again. Yeah, okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Because, <laughs> and thing. because he doesn't have as much uh, pre pressure on him as he did in the previous years because TJ Brody's really carrying a lot of the defensive load. Same he, up Bogosian, too. Yeah, Zach Bogosian as well. So uh, Morgan Riley's, you know, playing more relaxed, more free, more mm. more, more offensive style, like what, what, he, what he's known for. And... You know, I hope I hope him and I would like to see him and Mitch Marner on the Canadian Olympic team in the next 
next Olympics. It looks like that's what's, that's what's going to happen. But these guys are playing great so far. The three losses. So one of them came against uh, Montreal. Uh, like yeah, one Montreal and two Ottawa. Those are the two. Those are the three regulation losses. Now the Montreal loss doesn't really concern me a lot. The Ottawa losses concern me for two reasons. Ottawa's fucking trash. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want this to become a thing where the Leafs are beating up, slapping up everybody, but they're losing to Ottawa for some reason. It would be like it would be like a couple of years back when the Raptors were top of the Eastern Conference, for, but for whatever reason, they could never beat the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. I don't want that to be a thing. I don't want that to be a thing for the Maple Leafs where they slap up everybody. They can slap up Edmonton and, and Vancouver like they did the other day with Vancouver. But for whatever reason, they're losing to Ottawa. And for whatever reason, they just crumble against Ottawa. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned yet. Although yesterday was An disappointing. Yeah, yesterday was disappointing. Um, the Maple Leafs forgot that they have to play three periods and not two. Crying. But we move. <laughs> uh, I just hope this not it doesn't become a thing. That's all. That's all. I just because they still got to play Ottawa. What six more times this year? Six yeah. or seven more times. So, I just hope it doesn't become a thing. And like, whereas you know the Leafs can clinch the division or something, and then mm-hmm. they end up losing to Ottawa, and they don't clinch the division. So let me tell but, you something. Let me tell you something. Last night doesn't happen if Wayne is playing. I know. Of that course, for a Facts. fact. Facts. <laughs> because here's the thing. Facts. Here's 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 what I've noticed. You know what I'm saying? And um. Obviously, again, very novice. Haven't really paid attention to the Leafs like that, but know enough that the attitude of the team has changed. Like they just like they have a chip on their shoulder. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like they're playing with an edge. They're playing like they have purpose. Like they're trying to prove something, not to not necessarily to the league itself, but something to themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen before because even, you know, a lot of diehard Leafs fans are like, this team is different. I'm just like, good. This different is good. Different. That's what happens when you put a Scarborough man on the team. <laughs> Duh, we only enhance your lives. That's it. Of course. Yeah, it definitely feels different. It definitely feels different. It looks different. I don't feel as anxious watching the games anymore. They just look, they, the Leafs just look good, man. They're just free flowing. They look relaxed for the most part. Um, they look they like they're us- having fun out there. Yeah, they look like they're having fun. They they they're usually the best team on the ice. It's 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 fun times, fun times ahead, and I just of hope it, it, it continues. Um, despite all the injuries they've had, they've they've mm-hmm. they've, they've been able to persevere and mm-hmm. and uh, show resiliency and still come out uh, find ways to win games. So I of hope course. that continues. Obviously, at the time of this recording right now, like we're recording right now, and it's like what we're sitting at. Um, February the 16th. Of course, the quarter of the season is gone already. And as Darren, as Darren previously mentioned, we're first in the North Division. We're actually first in the league right now. First in the league, Fumble. Hopefully, we can hold on to it because, like, um, obviously, with the division realignments for, like, just this season alone, it really shows the amount of depth that the Atlantic Division really has, especially with Tampa Bay and Boston in the same division every year. And it's like... Yo, were we really that bad, or like, was it just because of the fact that like we had like two powerhouses in our um in our division alone? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think I think that played a big role because you're talking about teams that have won either one or appeared in Stanley Cup Finals over the last you know last few years. Yeah, and you know, Tampa has been one of the best franchises in the NHL over the last 
you know, six or seven years. So if anytime like, you're in a division with one, let alone two uh, league powerhouses, you're going to have a hard time. Of course. And I don't want to like, get too excited with the Leafs yet mm-hmm. because as I, I'm trying to retain my excitement, refrain from yelling and screaming and, you know, cussing off people that the Leafs them are <laughs> the best. But... I also know. I also want them to get out the first round. I think that mm-hmm. once they get out the first, that's round, the that's biggest thing. That's you know what it is? Thing, it's like when um, it's it's twenty fourteen Raptors mm-hmm. first round Raptors Pacers. Twenty sixteen rather. Twenty sixteen, yeah. Yeah, twenty sixteen. That was the most nervous yep. that I felt in my life. Come just like yeah. fam, yeah. we. I just want us to get out the first round. We yo. lost to Brooklyn. We got swept by the Wizards. I'm just like, yo, if we do not get out the first round, the team as we know it is done. Like, people are getting traded. People are getting fired. would have been done. Yo, and then, like, me. you know, that game seven, I'm like, bro, if we do not win, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm not so I understand. So I understand, like, you know, for, for the Leafs, it's just like, yo, yo, get out the first fucking round. Because when, when's the last time y'all got the first round? 2004. Four? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, that's how scary that is, man. Yo, 2004 was literally the last time it's the Leafs made it out ago. the first round. And, like, guess what who we, ironically hell? enough, ironically enough, guess who we faced in the first round? Fucking Boston. Ottawa. Oh. Ottawa. Fucking Ottawa. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing about the Leafs, though. They always slap up Ottawa in the playoffs. Always, always. Bro. Yo, trust me. Like... I'm just waiting for the day where I can see a Toronto Montreal series and like in, in the actual right. playoffs in color this time and not actually <laughs> get right. not I'm actually get slapped color. up and not actually get slapped up by like Carey Price when he's standing on his head for for uh, pulling a rabbit out of his ass. But yeah, I, I I've never. I'm not gonna lie. Never in the history of my time being around hockey and hockey terminology have I understood the term standing on his head. I get it. I. Get it? But it's, like, so stupid. If you say the man is a brick wall, I understand that. But yeah. standing on his head, what? Is he, Yo, he's doing, he, he's doing head top? Head top. Man standing on his head top. Like, that's all it is. Uh, nah, man. Like, yo, that term has, like, basically been, like, it's, been, it's, it's a weird hockey term because, like, I never understood it myself. But when growing up, like, I used to be a goalie myself. So it's, like, whenever... Whenever I was playing, uh, like, when I was playing too nice and, like, I was pitching shutouts and everything, like, mm-hmm. everyone's like, yo, this man's standing on his head. And I'm like, yo, what does that even mean? And it's like, yo, you're actually playing nice in between the uh, in, in between the goalposts right now. So I'm like, oh, okay, so that's exactly what it means. So I've been using that term ever since. Man's have been standing on his head top from time. That's all it is. <laughs> it just means you can do something very easily. That's all yeah. So, uh... Well, all right. Let's do that hockey. Sure. <laughs> As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> yo, shout out to Chance the Rapper one time. Uh, yo, real quick, what's what what's been our best game so far? And like, be honest, because like, I don't want to say the Vancouver slaps have been some of our best games. There had to have been like some good ass opponents we faced over the last. Why can't while. Why can't the Vancouver ones be good? Because isn't Vancouver, mm-hmm. if we if we go to our preview episodes, mm-hmm. Vancouver, Edmonton, like they were like the teams 
you know what I'm saying? Especially Vancouver was like, you know, really like the better of the non-Leaf teams in well, like, the Vancouver's division. Vancouver's like second from the bottom right now. Like, yo, we can't really... I re- well, going off of last year's results and uh-huh. this year's projections, it's still something of significance, David. <laughs> yo, this man has actually called me by my full name. Not even like, yo, not even the name I want people to call me. It's like by my full name. Have you, have you met me? I'm I'm out here throwing out uh, basketball players' governments like whenever <laughs> I want to. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll I'll go over my favorite game. My favorite game was uh, it was Thursday, January twenty eighth. Uh, they were in, in they were in Edmonton, and. You know, they were able to survive that game. It's like I spoke earlier about the resilience of this team and how they don't buckle under pressure and all those things. Mm-hmm. So they jumped out to an early 2 nothing lead with goals by Spezza and Nylander. And, you know, that, that one-two punch of, of Dreisaitl and uh, and uh, McDavid, they were able to tie it up. Now, mm-hmm. Dreisaitl scored a goal in the second period and the third period. And then Weird, 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 gave the lead, <laughs> gave him the lead, made it three two, and then uh, Edmonton added another one, and then Austin Matthews uh, got the game winner. I like that game just because, as I said, man, it showed it. They were on the road against two of the best uh, scorers in the league, and they were able to come out with the victory. Like they had an early lead, they gave up the lead, which is you know been always been an issue, but they didn't give up. They didn't buckle. And they mm. ended up taking the victory four three. It was like a real grit and grind victory. So I, that that was my favorite game mm-hmm. so far for me. Yeah. For me, um, them sweeping uh, Vancouver three three nothing was just. Mwah. That was just mwah. icing on the cake, dog. Chef's cake, chef sh- chef's kiss, man. That was just. Mwah. Those are and they and they slapped them up. They 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 won seven three five one and three one. Yeah. And those games weren't even close. They looked like practice out there. But mm-hmm. as I said, as I said, uh, that that January twenty eighth game in Edmonton, that was probably my favorite. Shout out to Avery, because you know, yeah, you don't know. Oh, he, Yo. oh, he gonna hear that. He gonna hear that. Gonna tomorrow. Hear oh, he that. definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he read it in the group chat. He gonna hear it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, Jordan, I know, I know, you've been like in and out with most of the games. Like, what's your favorite game this season? Oh, we beat up Montreal. <laughs> that's the that's that's the most obvious one. Listen, Wayne Wayne has been like you know serving bear the first game? Yeah, of course, the yeah, first one yeah, yeah, beat yeah, him yeah. black <laughs> And honestly, I think that game really set the tone because that was a preview of things to come. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Did Wayne not get a hat trick, or he only had two that uh, game? That that game, I don't think he had a hat trick. No, no, no. Uh, there was a game this season that he had like two goals or some something like that. Yeah, oh, that the, yeah, that was the Vancouver game, like the first Vancouver game. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. That was that was wicked. I was just happy for him. I was just like, yo, this guy scored a game in three straight games, and this guy was just like eating bear food. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yo, it's amazing. But the Montreal game, because it was Toronto, Montreal, because it's you know Wayne's first game as a Leaf, and because he set the tone, he. Beat a man up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he beat a man up. Later, fight. later, later on in the season, got into another fight, went viral on TMZ. Got other people wanting to watch the leaves, wanting to support this black man in hockey. Like, yes, this man is the game changer, the tone setter. This is the yeah. guy that is really the 
unofficial leader, you know what I'm saying, of, of this team because you have a lot of strong personalities, but no one like Wayne on the team would be like, yeah, yeah. we win. This is what's going to happen. This is how we're going to roll. And because you have that attitude there where guys on the team are just like, yeah, I don't want to fight Wayne. I'm just like, exactly. You fear the man. So you're going to play for him. And That's sometimes when is. the team, yeah, sometimes when the team is flat, like as as they were in that first game, and you need something like whether it be a big hit, a big defensive play, or mm-hmm. a fight, you know, someone's getting thump up in their headpiece, <laughs> and Wayne Wayne Simmons is the type of player to provide that, and 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 that that really set the tone for that entire game, and they ended up taking the victory. That's a, that's a really good choice, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I I gotta agree with that, man. Like, yo, that was legit. Like one of the best games I had seen. Um. Personally, for me, was like the the Tuesday game against the Flames, uh, back in back in the end of January. Uh, of course, Wayne was, was in Calgary, guys, right? Yeah, that was in Calgary, and of course, Muzzin. Uh, like my favorite moment in that entire game, Muzzin flipping the puck to uh, Matthew Kachuk and making him look like a little girl on the ice, <laughs> flipping out like nobody's business. But Toronto really handled their business during that game. Of course, with like great puck movement, great puck control. Um, and it was just a solid, flat-out effort between between the, like between all four lines of the Leaf Dem. Uh, of course, Matthew score and Matthews like uh, uh, starting uh, like continuing his point streak. Uh, Marner being a big, uh, being a great playmaker as well. Of course, Muzzin stepping up on the defensive end. Brody, of course, showing his former team that you're a bunch of idiots. And of course, you not re-signing me will pretty much just show that you're a piece of shit and you will always be a piece of shit. And you will never win a cup with me ever again. Wow. But, <laughs> wow. Man. Tell us how he really feels. <laughs> but, yo, know, like I said, it was a very it was a very strong all around effort. And you know what? Like, I was very happy with that win. And of course, the whole Kachuk Muzzin situation when he tried to fight half the team and then basically got uh, basically got basically made like a four year old toddler. That was just basically <laughs> icing on the cake. And like, it was just, it was just blessed for me. It, it like. For, for like the rest of the night like i did not care i i went i went wild on twitter for that and i was happy about david it. you are in prime roasting mode my <laughs> goodness this guy got the whole handle say boy you trash boy you always you boy if you don't get no, your Dave, goddamn Dave, dave's like that. dave's like his skates whack his stick <laughs> whack his, <laughs> the way he sticks his stride <laughs> whack and we're all here just like, get him! Get him! <laughs> Yo. Of course, with the best game of the season comes everybody's favorite part. And, of course, every Leaf hater's favorite part. The worst game of the season. And, of course, I'm going to start off with this. Obviously, our worst game would have to have been... What happened last night, of course, we blew a 5-1 lead. Let's be honest here. Like, this wasn't some 42-year-old Zamboni driver who works for the team type of loss okay that was the sorry that was like the funniest thing i've ever witnessed in my entire life because i watched that game and i'm just like pardon me i used to work (laughs) with the marlies every day and i used to see that dude all the time wow wow i used to see that guy all the time driving the zamboni over at rico coliseum so i so it was funny to see him on tv i was like oh these got this game no they don't and then and then it's like yo the man like basically backstopped a backstop carolina to a swift w and like, yo, the Leafs could not bounce back from that, man. That was just, that was just horror, horror in like the third degree. I'm sorry, like, yo, like if you like from from Vancouver, 
all the way down to like Miami, Florida. Everybody was hearing it. Like, dog, it was <laughs> yeah, the bad. Man, like tonight. That shit was on like ESPN. Yeah, and all that shit, man. It was bad. Trust me. <laughs> I remember working in the building that night, and it was just like it was low key, like the like you could literally hear a pin drop. Like there was actually fights going on in the building, and like people were cheesed. People were mad cheesed. Like I was on my way home. And like people were still cheesed about it, uh, and like I saw, I saw Dangle. Uh, shout out to Steve Dangle, by the way. I saw his reaction video the next morning, and like <laughs> his reaction was just, I, I I swear to God, I could not describe it to you. It was like, it, it was like kicking a box of kittens off the CN Tower. It was that bad. So it, you it, think that? Wait, what kit? Okay, I'm just gonna ignore that whole analogy because yeah, I just bad. processed yeah. it. But <laughs> you're equa- wow. So you are equating last night's loss to the no, Zamboni no, no, no. game. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not saying it was not that bad. I'm just, it wasn't that bad. All I'm saying is that that loss kind of just piled up with like, say, some of the other, some of the other comeback losses that like the Leafs have kind of had to suffer. Ah, uh, got you, got you, got you, got you. So admittedly, like, I didn't actually watch the game last night. I was just kind of following it on, uh, on uh, the score app and stuff like that. But yeah. I will say this: my and this and it goes back to my comment earlier, where I don't want this to become a thing where for whatever reason they just can't beat Ottawa. So I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, the, I think it was the second game of the season, mm-hmm. and the Leafs lost to Ottawa five three. But that game was just trash, bro. Like the man of the man of like Leafs. It was like Zach Hyman opened the scoring, and then Shabbat tied it up for 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 Ottawa, and then Kerfoot uh, uh, scored for them the the Leafs, and then it was just like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like they just kept scoring and scoring and scoring. And that 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 game to me was terrible. Freddie Anderson played like shit. The defense played like shit. The Leafs were only managed four shots on goal in the last period. Like, it was a bad fucking game. And that, to me, was the worst game. And I was like, alright, well, you know, second game of the season. They're still rusty or whatever. And then they ended up winning the next game against that same Ottawa Senators in Ottawa, too. So, it, it, it they kind of rectified that situation, but the, yeah. that second game of the season and the game last night makes me a little concerned about uh, the Ottawa Senators because, like mm-hmm. I said, I don't want it to become a thing where they're beating up everybody, but for whatever reason, they can't beat Ottawa. And I don't want it to be like Ottawa sneaks into the playoffs, they play the Maple Leafs, and they're stealing games just because, you know, for whatever reason, right. Ottawa can't – they can't get past Ottawa. I don't, I don't want it to be a thing. Of course. Yeah, I don't think oh, that will be a thing. Also, I, think, I think it's going to be different. Yo, oh, 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 oh. We need, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, before you start, we need like, re- we need like wrestling theme music for Reese. Like, no chance. No a chance. man, like, my God. My God. Oh, God. My God. My God. Coming straight from Chicago. He's cashing in the money in the bank. <laughs> First of all, I think this is the clearest that any of us have seen Reese right? on camera ever, ever, like, yo, ever, yo, ever in our lives. Yo, who yo, do, you know who actually needs a barber right um, now? I'm, I, I'm about to Let's get my shit braided, bro. You know, it's, it's on the way. <laughs> hey. Hey. I haven't got it. 
Dave, don't do that. Dave, don't do that before me and Darren expose you. Because you actually can. So yo, we're yo. Not, we're not going to do that. As, yo, we're not going to do that on this, on this airway. right now. Yo, the yo, the man never apparently bought me a brush and a do-rag. Like, yo. Yeah, we're setting you up with a black barber because what kind of life are you living, sir? Yo, a very peaceful yeah. one if I don't mind if, if I what am I, I missing? Don't mind it still. I don't know if you're Reese, remember the other day, real quick, I remember the other day when you said you were gonna stop using title uh for Apple Music and then yep. I sent you that video and it, says <laughs> it, only, it only takes a little bit of white brainwashing activate the cool chip. So Okay our boy on, our boy on. our fearless leader here, Dave, mm. revealed to us earlier Uh oh, exposing time that he All right, has, bring it. Let's go. Let's go. He Damn. has a white female, a white female barber. Yo, Damn. why you got to hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all remember them commercials of uh, it was like the, uh, like they were, what was it called? It's a based out of Michigan. It's a sports haircut place. All white women. It's like the Hooters of haircuts. <laughs> and, and it was like it was like a thing in the United States, based out of Michigan. So you go there, you watch sports, oh, like God. you get appetizers, and then everyone's dr- yeah, and it's just absolutely all white not. women cutting your hair. No, absolutely not. No. So I'm wait a second, hold on. Getting... You mean to I'm tell right. me? Hold on. You mean I've to tell been. me that in this in this establishment, <laughs> I eat unseasoned food to get an unseasoned haircut? Hey. <laughs> I was just about to say the same shit. What kind of thing? I can only defend myself, but apparently it was a hit. Throughout the community, that's all. Niggas was excuse my language. Men have been in and out of there with no complaints, but that just that. So Dave, hey, you know, Dave. No. Welcome, welcome, anyway. Good to be here. Sorry about that. They... No, it's all good, man. It's, it's all, all good. good We're just glad you're Yo, here. Steve, for how's the weather right? treating you still? It is brutal here. Uh, I don't know if y'all follow me on a IG story. Like it, it's so there's no Ubers available. Like, I was out yesterday. I was thinking, so usually Mondays, Tuesday, Thursday got the class. And they, so you're trying to walk around. Um, you can't get an Uber anywhere. I, it's only about a mile and a quarter, but none of, like, the roads and, like, the like the walkways or the sidewalks are paved. And I'm wearing white forces. So I'm just here just not a trying, like, you know. Sl- yeah, Pardon me? Do you not, do you well, not like, love you know, life? COVID, so I'm staying right? my ass inside. Like, like you know. You have boots. You don't see out. You don't. You yeah, don't see out know, today. You don't see no, snow the pangolin. I should have stayed. I, I, I should have stayed in. That's that's on me. So especially after the Raptors won, but you know, you gotta handle business. You know, Doug. Yo, you're out here walking two kilometers, about a mile and a quarter. Two kilometers, fucking. It's a forty minute walk. It's a forty minute walk. It's brutal. So. Okay, see, Reese, here's the thing. When Nelly said stomping in my Air Force Ones, he really didn't mean it that literal. <laughs> not, in, not in the snow. <laughs> well, he, well, I'm, no. Well, I'm. No. No, we can't I, be doing that, dog. Especially mo- at this I moved day. out here. Like, <laughs> yo, get yourself a pair I of I moved tins, uh, right? to Chicago from Michigan in the summer, and I didn't take much of my. A lot of my stuff still in my dad's house. Boots, some. I had to, like, you know, buy a lot of stuff out here. You know, like I, I, I grabbed what I could, Yo. fit them in a truck, and I was like, ah, I'll get everything later. That, that's how I kind of, you know. Like, yo, the U.S. is really out here acting as if they can't really handle. Don't tell me you've seen Texas. Snow. And they make fun oh, of. Oh my god. Yo, 
yo, Texas, yo, Texas is a lot worse, man. Texas is like friggin', uh, like friggin' Toronto when, whenever a snowstorm hits. Like, no, sorry, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Toronto does ten times better than Texas than what Texas is doing right now. Well, yeah, because they, mean, they don't get, get snow, snow in Texas, so we have to show some compassion, <laughs> David. Yo, they deserve no <laughs> compassion, man. Yo, they're out here like complaining and crying, saying like, "Yo, we never see this weather." We they don't, don't get. Obviously, they're gonna complain it. because they don't get. Cold weather and snow and ice, David. We don't miss this. All right. Wow. You so know what? I'm right, glad. Right, so I'm glad right that, before you yeah. came in, we were, mm. we were just we were just here discussing um like our favorite games so far, and uh, our least favorite games so far. So what are, what are your thoughts? Like, what are some of your favorite games, or what is your favorite game? My this year favorite so far game and most hated game was last night, Feb Monday, February fifteenth, twenty twenty one. I won against the lowly Ottawa Senators. We look like the Harlem Globetrotters on we ice. Were just we look like about we have this. LeBron James, Kevin Durant. <sighs> Austin Matthews, John Tavares, you got it. Joe Thorne comes back and goal and assist. You know, Muzzin is beating up folk. Anderson looks good. That's peak leaves hockey. But then you've seen the what's the opposite word of peak? The slope, slope, the the negative, the bottom, the valley. Oh, the peaks valley, and peaks and valleys, that's, peaks yeah. and valleys. Yes. One. That's why you need them. That's why you need them. That. So the valley <laughs> of Leafs hockey, you. and that's what it was. And so. At its peak, you see how good the Leafs can be. Puck possession, get a lot of goals, all skill, playing keep away almost like they're playing children. But they can be idiots on ice too. They don't know what they're doing. Oh my god, five one! <laughs> I turned off. Yeah, against yeah, a shit team. We all we were all feeling that man, and like of course, like if you were to if you were able to watch, like uh, of course, your boy, you're truly down here. Was uh, live tweeting the game. Of You're course, doing great, by the way. When when you saw the words, are... thank you. Um, whatever mans were saying, are you fucking kidding me? That's like, are you fucking? I was gonna kidding say, me? out of all people <laughs> that I would have thought wouldn't handle it well after a game like that, you surprisingly handled it well. Especially, <laughs> yeah. he actually he did. Took it with grace. He actually did. Cause I, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't see the timeline, but I believe he took it. it with grace. Yo. He actually handled it pretty, 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 pretty well. Yo, honestly, man, like I said, like yo, the the first the first time I got a strewn in Twitter jail, but of course, Jordan saying I I I barely got a slap on the wrist, but um, of course, I did a lot worse on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, ironically enough, it's always Montreal games that I'm live tweeting. It's like yo, what is this? Yeah, because well, that's mean, a, you. That's where you're very passionate about hey. your hatred towards <laughs> diet friends or or <laughs> boneless Paris. So. Very Montreal, like yo. That's so also in the passion that unites us all, man. That that's all you, bro. It was. You mean the uh, trauma that unites us all? Let's, <laughs> let's be real here. Um, <laughs> so which 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 player on the on the Maple Leafs thus far are we most impressed with? Because I mean, there, there, there's a lot of candidates that you can go through. Like I know yeah. for me. Really impressed with William Nylander. Mm-hmm. Um, he showed flashes of brilliance, even dating back to last season, but then he's continued it this season. Uh, he's been really aggressive, been all over the ice, so I'm really happy about that. But also happy, as I mentioned earlier, my favorite player on the team currently, Morgan Riley, um, mm-hmm. because uh, the other players, TJ Brody and Dak Bogosian and all the other defensemen are playing so well. He's a little bit free to roam. He, he looks relaxed. He's out there. He's looking nice. Um, of course, we in we in been playing really well. <laughs> yo, that's um, yo, that's all our favorite players, man. Don't get yeah, me. man. Like he's been playing really, really well. Um, 
Yeah, but I could, if I had to give it to one person, I'd probably say William Nylander is my guy, like, who's been playing really well that's, that that's I'm good really one. pleased with. For me, for me, like, it's a toss-up between Mitch Marner and Joe Thornton right now because, of course, uh, Marner, of course, is, like, one of the strongest playmakers on the team so, thus far. And, of course, like, having almost having a point in, like, say, 13, 12 of the last 13 games is – like a real testament to how how well he's been doing, and he's currently ability. third in the league in this, in uh, points right now. Yeah, like honestly, and fourth in assists. So, like, I'm really glad we didn't trade him during the off season or like literally lose his contract because, like, of course, like his, his cap hit is like a real is a real bitch and a half. But his ability alone was like just just puck possession and of course the ability to score or the ability to like literally set up like some pretty uh, some pretty pretty goals. With uh, with like Austin Matthews and like Morgan Riley or T.J. Brody, for example, or even Wayne Simmons. Like I'd love to see Simmons, Simmons and Marner on the same line one day. But um, his ability alone, like, has really shown through. And obviously, like, he's actually one of the most underrated players on the team, at least in my opinion. Um, I would also lean towards Thornton as well because, of course, Thornton is that that grizzle that grizzly that grizzly veteran on the team that like. The Leafs sorely needed, of course. Um, with like the like the young core that they had in the past, like it it wasn't really working and things weren't really clicking. Of course, with like Casper Kapanen and Andreas Janssen on the team previously, like things weren't working out. Of course, Jake Gardner, all, as much as much hate as he got, like uh, he was actually one of the Leafs' best defensemen before he got traded. And like I will argue that to this day because like this man had had great course had great Corsi on the ice. He was. It was actually pretty strong on the blue line, but like, of course, he did make a boneheaded move here and there, and everybody would highlight that. But of course, now that you have now that you have someone who's been in the league for almost like nearly twenty years, right? And of course, playing for the hated Bruins, and then playing in San Jose, and like not not touching the cup at least once, like his ability alone, like both in uh, both on and off the ice, has really been something. And of course, the Leafs sorely needed that. If they didn't have that leadership along with, like, say, Win Wonder or, like, uh, previous Stanley Cup winner Zach Bogosian or TJ Brody, like, a like basically a defensive a defensive sergeant on the blue line alone, like, who knows what this – who knows where this Leafs team would be right now. So, like, if I really had to pick between one of the two, um, I'd really have to go with Marner on this one. Marner's been good. He's been really good. Like, he was like third really in the league in scoring. Season. Like mm-hmm. it's uh, the 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 Oiler yeah. guys, uh, McDavid and Drysital, and then I think it's like third or fourth Mitch Marner. So yeah, he's he's been spectacular. Yep, third in third in points and uh, yep. fourth in assists. So. Yeah, Dave, he's just to really follow well. up on your point, I think it's number one Austin Matthews, who has himself a heart Trophy conversation. Maybe. Rocket Richard conversation. Yep. They're they're thinking fifty and fifty five games for him. Like he's on he's on pace, That's... and it's it, it, it's crazy because he had that slow start, and then it just feels like he scores every game. And even the games he's getting one goal or two goals, it's like this boy could have four. He could have five. They're point yeah. blank. He gets get you know gets to the high danger areas. Even shots that are from far out. Do you trust? An average good like do you, do you trust your goalie sometimes like I if I was on the opposing team I'm holding my breath you know so just so dynamic you see how good he's been defensively as well faceoffs as well like 
damn near like a high score. I don't want to call him a Bergeron, but like the the, the hope was when you drafted him in 2016, if he can just be a two-way 70, 80-point guy at his peak that's good in both ends, we're happy. And we're looking at a 50-goal score, 90-point, maybe gets 100 points in a full season with the high-end defense, with the – with the puck possession numbers, with the high danger chances, he's got that. He's kind of taking the leap, and it's hard to take a leap from sub-50 last year to he might get 50 mm. and 50. Like, he's, he's looking like Baby Wayne, like, you know, type deal. And then <laughs> another guy, you know, like they've highlighted, TJ Brody's been fantastic. And while I really like Morgan Riley's yep. offensive game, he gives everybody a heart attack. He's a he, he's a fourth forward, you know. Free roamer. He wants to jump in the rush. I think it's by design. So some of his metrics look kind of on the on the back end a little weak, and people like to give him a hard time. But mm. I think it's by design of the team. Defense jumps up. It almost feels like a forward sometimes more often than not is seen playing at the blue line. Like you'll see a Mitch Marner as a playing way high, damn near center of the blue line, supporting the play while Morgan Riley is behind the net and it's by design. They want to keep the puck. They want to get high danger plays. If defenses are running man on them, a forward, a a high winger is thinking, Oh shit, Morgan Riley is down at the dots. So all of a sudden it just kind of adds creativity. It, it confuses defenses and defensive structures a little bit there. And you know, he's jumping up the rush a lot more playing a lot through uh, the neutral zone with speed. I like Morgan Riley's game, but having someone like TJ Brody where the whole problem with Morgan Riley was he doesn't have a consistent guy next to him to kind of cover his ass when he is deep in the offensive offensive zone that can make a play and get a stop on the other end. How many times early this year, TJ Brody is the middle defenseman on a two on one and he breaks up the play. And I'm not even all hot on Freddie Anderson's game this year. It feels like Freddie Anderson's a lot up and down really good against Montreal last night. Monday, February 15th, some of these goals are, what the hell? I'm not going to say the defense was great, but you pay above average to elite goaltenders. You pay them big bucks to get you big saves and big moments. And it feels like Freddie's not really giving you that, but I don't think it's in spite of, or I, I don't think it's in spite of how the team is playing. Cause I think the team's playing really well and it's kind of a give or take. We generate a lot of offense. We hold the puck a lot. We make a lot of good plays, and I think the defense, for the most part, has played pretty solid. Muzzin's been good. Justin Hull's been good. TJ Brody's been good. The third pairing has looked pretty solid. Folks have questions about Bogosian, Dermott, the kid that we got from uh, uh, the KHL, Lectinen. Rasmus Sandin has had his cup of coffee. Defense looks pretty solid, but I always find myself saying, is Freddie going to is he going to get you that save? Because all teams give up some of these opportunities that he's letting in, but we all say defense needs to be better you can't give that up well other goalies are making those saves so i'm high on tj brody this year i'm high on austin matthews the heart campaign we're gonna we're gonna be generated you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be on twitter talking about that you know team matthews and then if we talk in the inverse about guys that we're a little down on contract year cup expectations i'm looking at freddie you know a little different that's that's all that's that's where i stand so on on a scale of one to ten, with all the injuries that they've had to like key guys and stuff like that, right? How impressed are you with the way that they've been able to 
to kind of regroup and and not miss a step with with all those injuries because like I'm really impressed with the way and that's and I think that's the biggest difference between this year's team and teams mm-hmm. of of the of the past. So like yeah. how 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 are you guys feeling with the way that they they've been able to, you know, remain composed uh, composed? Maybe you want to start on this injuries? one. Personally speaking, yeah, I'll definitely jump in on this one. Personally speaking, I'd say like it's a solid like eight and a half out of ten on this one. Because it's like it's always next man up mentality. Because like Engvall, Engvall stepped up last night, especially especially with his play on the ice. And like uh, to to piggyback what uh, Reese was saying, like he's got his cup of coffee. Um, Lightning has had a few games. Sandine has had a good couple games. Uh, who else was there? Uh, Barber, uh, Bar, uh, Barber, Barbanov. Oh yeah, yeah. Apparently. You're- yeah, Bar- Barbanov has apparently played a couple games himself, and he's doing wonders for himself. Makayev, Makayev was a man on fire last night, and I'm surprised he didn't actually score because this man was creating chances and just just causing bare problems for Ottawa in general. And I was like, you know what? Like, it's only a matter of time before he starts scoring. Um, even, the line Vesey, uh, Jimmy Vesey at the beginning of the season too was was, mm-hmm. was doing really really well. I mean, he's, he's kind of fallen that... off a little bit, but like he has he has uh, lately. But like it just like at the beginning of the season, he was he was somebody that kind of started off really really hot. I think yeah, um, not really hot, but like he was playing really well at the beginning, and then yeah. um, he and he's somebody that nobody really expected to play as well as I he think did, to follow so. up on your guys' mm-hmm. points. You expect night in and night out your best players are your best players. But what the Leafs gave themselves was a cushion where at any given night your depth can step up for you. Wayne Simmons, amazing. Mm -hmm. Joe Thornton, it's his night one night. Mikhaev, who is snake bit, goes into Montreal, timely goal. Another kid, uh, not a kid, in the prime of his career, Travis Boyd, gets a call up from from the taxi squad. Mm -hmm. Gets a goal and assist first game, Yo. so it always feels. Yo, boy's been playing yeah, nice so it too. always feels like there's an unsung hero in that bottom six, where that first of all they can all play, mm-hmm. they all skate, they're pretty physical guys, and and that's another thing about Sheldon Keefe's style of game where I like it a little more than Mike Babcock, um, previous coach of the Leafs. There's a little more accountability on the ice where you're gonna finish your checks, you're gonna skate hard, you're gonna go to the net, you're gonna be good in your own end, and if Someone fucks with your teammate. There's the expectation you're gonna jump in. Those Babcock teams, while highly skilled and in their own right, accelerated the rebuild a little bit. You got you finished last one year and you make the playoffs the next. They're a little soft. Teams knew they're easy to play against. You could kind of dictate the pace of the play and you could beat them up how you felt like. Even with Wayne Simmons being mm-hmm. out, it doesn't necessarily have that feel this year. Even with last night's loss being pretty tough, I saw Brady Kachuk go in into Freddie. And Muzzin's ready to fight him. I don't remember Babcock teams having that type of, you know, stand-up. Aggressiveness and, and, and animosity, just, yeah. We're going to be a high-skill team. We're going to have a lot of depth. We're going to beat you with speed and skill. But mm-hmm. we're going to beat your ass, too. And even with last night's tough loss, I believe the record is 4-1-1 and in the last six or something along those lines. So it's Yeah, exactly, hurt, actually. More guys step up. And we're not even talking about some of the young guys that are waiting in the wings. You know, Nick Robertson, I mm-hmm. have high expectations of him. You got the first-round pick from Russia, Mirov, who is going to be a year away. He's a protect, projected top six guy, and you already like your top six. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Leafs made an uh, acquisition yesterday with Alex Galchenyuk, who in his own right is a 
I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on board with that signing. Just, just, just because it's like, okay, so we basically grabbed a dude from Ottawa who basically went to Carolina mm-hmm. for like not even a quick second, like not even a train stop, not even a via real stopover, and then the man <laughs> literally comes back to Toronto. It's like, well, what the hell? Like, yo, you don't even have to jump across the border to even but come that's here. Up like, Kyle Dubas's alley, though. It's, yo, we're gonna take low fly, yeah, yeah low flyer guys, low buy low risk high reward if he doesn't work out he's a million on the contract easy flip he's gone through like seven teams in the last two three years something like that went through three teams this year so Mm -hmm. but at the same time he has the draft pedigree of being at montreal he's had multiple 50 point years he's had a 30 goal year before he's got skill like he's a good player and his underlying metrics are good it's kind of it's the money puck that kyle dubas plays he gets a bunch of these guys with underlying good metrics some success previously in their career maybe didn't get get the fair shot that they needed at their new organization or had some in- injury problems let's put them next to skill let's see what happens a guy a big example simmer wayne simmons last couple years injury problems up and down the lineup not real stability plays on shitty teams like buffalo shout out buffalo not a good team and then all of a sudden it's hey let's put him in a position to succeed easy five on five minutes Give him power play time. He's right next to a Matthews, right next to a Marner. He's going to protect the kids when need be. And look at him. Perfect fit. But, you know, so it's just the Kyle Dubas money puck. Get as much of these, you know, mm-hmm. low-risk, high-reward guys and fit them in. And at any given night, it can be your night. So, and especially him with such a the draft pedigree being a top three pick, previously scoring 30 goals, previously having multiple 50-point years. You know, he was – that Montreal wanted him to be the face of the franchise at and, one point, and he's gonna be a f- yeah, and he's yeah. still in the prime of his career. He's yeah, only twenty seven, so. man, for real. And I think, I, and I think uh, the Maple Leafs uh, is a chance for him to rejuvenate his career, and and because he's kind of falling Absolutely. off the radar a little bit, so he has a he has a great chance on a contending team to to help the team, Absolutely. but also help himself. So it's it's a win win situation, as uh, Reese was saying. Yo, I actually want to hear what Jordan's favorite player on this team is right now. Because, like, we haven't heard from him in, like, a hot minute. <laughs> That's if... Because because that obviously needs an answer. Like, you guys don't know who my favorite player is. I know. We know. We in. We in. <laughs> we in. We in. <laughs> Man, like, we in. I stop. <laughs> Like no, I was saying, like I was saying to the guys, like you know, before before Reese came in, it's just like, look, like the attitude, the 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 kind of confidence and swagger that Wayne has brought to the team, and obviously, you know, just from witnessing it um, vicariously through other Leafs fans and you guys, just like seeing the difference and like you know the the team's edge and just how they're playing with more confidence. Obviously, credit to Sheldon Keefe and, and the coaching staff, you know, player development, front office, all the other stuff. But it's just like there's a chip on their shoulder and they're playing with a purpose. They're playing for each other. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest like the biggest contributor to that is having Wayne in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. it's been great. It's, it's, and, yeah, obvi- obviously I've been, like, really silent because, like, you guys contribute <laughs> more hockey knowledge than I can actually input. So, I'm not going to go into a lane that I am not justified in. 
Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like getting it's kind of like learning to get your driver's license, right? Like you gotta learn how to drive at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that means <laughs> I, that would that would that would require watching the games on a consistent basis, which I do not. Nigga, do. You I mean, you can watch them on a semi-consistent. Very ahead of schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. I mean, you can watch them on a semi-consistent basis and still try, or not even a semi-consistent, like a quarterly, a quarter-consistent basis, and still have some idea of what's going on. You know what I mean? OB Ascension right now. Shout out OG, by the way. Shout out. Hey. Pretty much. I know. <laughs> like, yo. Shout out to my cancer <laughs> hey. brother. Cancer's over here. Yo, yo, I, put, like, yo even, I put you even, on a lie. I put you on a lie. <laughs> well, even uh, even uh, with Wayne Simmons, but we're also forgetting like Jason Spence has been playing really, really well. Yo, like yo, that's a name listen, we actually man, forgot. Still, that guy, that guy, he, he listen, he he's an old man by hockey standards, but he playing. You remember like, that goal versus Montreal? There, I'm like, ooh, ooh, yeah, bro. <laughs> yo, I was like, what year is this? <laughs> yo, yo, the fact that this man had a hat trick. This man heard barely. Heard, this man pretty much heard everybody talking shit. That's what and he was I'm like, saying. he was like, yo, yo, I heard you, be, uh, yo, I heard you put my name out in these streets. Hey. Like, yo, let me fix you up one time. A few weeks ago, the man oh, was God. on the brink of retirement. When when they, he a real one. When right? he's like, so, y'all can pick me up on yeah. waivers. I'm gonna retire. <laughs> I but I ain't playing. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yo, you can send me somewhere else, but like, you can go <laughs> suck yourself right here. Like, yo, it's either I stay a leaf or I'm done. The man, it's like, the man said, I'm playing for the Leafs or, or nobody. I just exactly, I, you know. I wish He's like one of these one. elite draft picks from Ontario, like McDavid, was like either the Leafs are going to draft me or I, I am playing. <laughs> exactly, like yo, I'm going oh, to Sweden right now. Fuck like, all y'all. Do the Eli Manning. Yeah, only man. only NFL quarterbacks yeah. be doing that. It would be nice to see you know NBA guys and NHL guys. Like, well, Spencer might be the first. I ain't never heard of that. I wouldn't. Yo, honestly. Honestly, if DeRozan had, if DeRozan had pulled that off, I'd be like, yo, I would have been happy still. But no, we we respect DeRozan around here. Why, okay, why, okay. Why is DeMar going to get dragged into this? <laughs> right? He's our business. What the hell? Right? Why why does that remind me of that uh that meme for, uh from Real Housewives? Like, no, why am I in it? See, <laughs> 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 So even though even as well as the Leafs have been playing this year, obviously they're not doing everything perfect. It's impossible for a team to sustain that type of uh that type of consistency sometimes. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that they need to improve upon? Like for me, I think it's uh scoring and their even even strength. Um, I wish they could, um, it's a little, as well as they've been playing as much as goals they've been scoring, I just wish the five on five, which is majority of the game, that they could, because they have the personnel to outplay these teams, but they're just, they're creating chances, but they're not putting the puck in the back of the net. So that's something I would like to see more of. Um, I don't know. You you see how the teams play them, though? They play like... Trap collapse, yeah. five bodies. We gonna yeah. put a wall. They they do the Giannis yeah. wall on their goaltender. Like line it up. <laughs> Good yeah. luck. Get you know get shots through. So um, I mean they still because they know like Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner's like a, the yeah. goal creator, right? Yeah. And it's like what Stan Van Gundy yeah. says. They Build make a, a fucking wall around around <laughs> yep. Mitch Marner and uh and austin matthews is a wonder why those guys are even able to generate so many chances and score yep. so many goals the same time but, though but yeah i mean yeah that speaks to the defensive schemes of the other teams with, with, yeah. but they still have the puck more than everybody i mean 
Yeah, that's. I was gonna say, like for me, it's like, um, it's it's trying to maintain control after the penalty kill, because last night was a very great example. Like Toronto had beautifully killed off a double minor, and they had some great shorthanded chances. The second that pe- uh, the second that power uh, that penalty kill was done, they fucked it all right up. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, let me put it this way: it's like going on a date with somebody, right? It's like you know the date goes well, and it's like you get to the door, and like everything's Careful, like Dave. everything's running smoothly, and then next thing you know, it's like Don't you get say fired, Dave. <laughs> you say something stupid, <laughs> and then you basically get slapped, and it's like you never get called back. Like that's what exactly is what it even is happening <laughs> right Dave, now. Dave, that was oddly specific, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's exactly specific. along those lines. Do, it's exactly along those lines. Is what it? Because yes, yo, we can oddly specific. Hold on. Listen, if we Whoa. have to, pi- if we have to pivot this episode to yo sticks <laughs> yeah. and really like get beat, <laughs> then <laughs> yo, like. Y'all need to stop, okay? Like, yo, I was just bringing up an analogy. This actually has not happened to me. Like, yo, really? Real talk. Could real not talk. tell from the specificity specific. of those details. <laughs> I'm a specific dude, okay? Have you not known me True. by now? True. <laughs> Hence why we're questioning your story, David. Yo, don't hate the player. Hate the game, okay? <laughs> Shout to bad boys too. Shout to bad boys too. Yeah, real, real talk, real talk. But like I said, I'm just very, I'm oddly specific, if not bluntly specific, when it comes to certain analogies, and that's exactly what it felt like. Because, of course, the penalty kill is beautiful. It's what they do after is like next level stupidness. Because it's like they'll create some boneheaded plays or just dash the puck into dash the puck into the offensive zone and then it's like cause themselves an icing and then next thing you know the same line that's basically been on the penalty kill with whoever was in the box basically fucks up one time stumbles all over their legs and then next thing you know bam it's a goal uh, or bam it's an even strength goal for the other team and it's like yo why are we not fixing this why are we not capitalizing on this why are we not bolstering this back up and i feel like um I feel like this is where this is where Wayne definitely comes in. Like I know he's not on the penalty kill unit, but like obviously having it, having him on the ice, especially in situations like that, can be extremely helpful because it allows you to like not only refocus on what you're doing, but it also allows you to just say like, "Hey, don't be stupid. Let's get the puck out, get it into the neutral zone." create a chance for ourselves because like these guys are probably tired from us like literally stopping them from scoring like cuz like yo we're running a box in one and yet still like we can't or running a box in one or a diamond or a collapse or whatever right and we still like we managed to get out of this in our own zone while like getting peppered with shots left right and center and it's like why would you ruin why would you ruin something that you've done so well just for, just for like basically 2 seconds of boneheadedness and laziness right the Leafs really need to capitalize on that, and they really need to—they really need to like mentally refocus after a penalty kill, because like that's basically your best time to strike. And like, if the Leafs continuously doing uh, continuously do that over the course of the season, like obviously there's going to be some very shitty things, like like 
game to game because like Montreal could definitely capitalize on that, especially if they're watching game film. Edmonton, I feel like Drysaddle could definitely do something, do damage with that. Same with McDavid. Um, who else is there? Uh, Vancouver would definitely do some damage. Calgary would do some damage. Like Ottawa basically exposes uh, exposed a massive weakness that the Leafs have had. The Leafs have had and like uh, like the Leafs have never like really just touched upon. And I feel like if they don't really do their homework and like literally like shore up that little thing, that little thing will become a big thing, right? It's like it's a small crack now. It's a small crack in the windshield. You don't want it literally spidering to the point where like your windshield is basically like rendered useless. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I think we lost Darren here. I think it's on mute. Yep. I think Darren just muted yeah, himself. There he is. My bad, my bad. Um, yeah, you don't want you don't want the other teams to start smelling blood, um, blood in the water when they see them playing Ottawa and, and start replicating some of the things that the Senators have been able to to do to be successful. So to your point, I think they really need to shore up, you know, shore up some some of the smaller mistakes that that can be fixable in the, in the short term at least, and then uh, in the long term they're not even. I just see it anymore. as good teams fuck of up. Course. It was just the fuck up. I, I'm, granted, this team is still a very young team. Like Austin, Nylander, yeah. Marner, your best players are still friggin' kids. Like these kids are two years removed from being able to legally buy a beer. So they're going to figure it out. Coach is going to scold them. Having someone like Wayne, Bogosian, Thornton, these voices on the bench to be like, let's kind of keep the you know, foot on the throttle a little bit here. We're up 5-1. The game is far from over. <laughs> And you'd rather these licks and these laughs happen now versus come playoff time Definitely. down the season. It gives a, it's a critique tool right now. And I'd rather it happen now where top two seed is solidified. Essentially, we're running away with it. None of these teams in the conference or division, excuse me, can fuck with us. Uh, we had a blunder against a young, hungry team that didn't give up. Salute on them. They needed it more than we did. I'm not mm. tripping about it too much. I think my one thing is you would like in a night where you get up 5-1, your goalie make a friggin' breakaway save. I mean, it's not a good look to give up those breakaways as frequently as we did, especially when they're the rookies looking for a highlight reel first goal of their career. It's shit's embarrassing, mm -hmm. but it, it, we weren't good enough to win because if you were, if you felt that the game is over midway in the second period in a National Hockey League game, that's it's a bit of a problem and it and it's a reality that's check a but at the same time that's the type of game against a shitty team i'm thinking a save here bails us out and this is i'm gonna play devil's advocate on that for a second because it's like um uh artem zub was like literally just coming out of the box and like you know you have to admit that was a beautiful goal for him especially yeah, for no, your first goal it's like not too many, not too many, break, not too many first goals like off of breakaways like that a lot of skill, are that yep. pretty. And like, of course, it's like, like I'm not, I'm not one to give Ottawa credit because fuck mm -hmm. Ottawa, all the same. <laughs> but like that was that was like what that was like one of those like rare rare opportunities where it's like okay, yo, let me just jump on this one time and just like how I eloquent how I so eloquently put it is like yo, Anderson got basically got stripped to his boxers yep. and he got robbed. That's all and, it was. And, and, and you got to look at <laughs> it like... um, from an Ottawa perspective versus the Leafs. Ottawa is a rebuilding team. DJ Smith, former Leafs assistant, mm -hmm. hard-nosed guy. We're going to play to the final whistle. We're going to develop these young guys, build good habits, 
and whatever happens this year happens. We're going to acquire more young talent. At the same time, though, there's things to but prove. But I feel like I... You know, yeah, there's things well, to prove with the Leafs. Yeah. The Leafs have a target on their back. They can't let the foot off the gas, knowing... That's true. But, like, yo, like, Ottawa kind of reminds me of the Clippers right now because it's like, yo, you have all the Leafs rejects. <laughs> and it's like, yo, like, come on. <laughs> why, are you, why are you picking up our leftovers? Well, the Clippers guys? are actually a good team, though. That's the oh, difference. Yeah. Ottawa, right? Ottawa, Ottawa will get there and, like... Credit to them. They didn't give up. They capitalized at every opportunity given to them. The Leafs need to be better. I doubt that this will be a situation that happens again. It's 5-1, 4-1. It, yeah. It's people, teams around the league, fans around the league will get their jokes off. But a lot of people mm. don't want to see the Leafs. Yeah, I'll we're get gonna... my jokes off. Shit. You know what it reminds me of, right? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, and I know it's like, you know, probably not comparable, but it's... um. Game one, Raptors yeah. Orlando. Oh god, lost game one. <laughs> yeah. Kyle scored zero points. It's like here we go like, again. Right. Exactly, but it's just like it's one of those things. Like, all right, we know that we're a lot better than them, and then what they Slap do? Slap them up four Wasn't in close. a row. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, Yo, you'd rather this true. happen now, and it, there's still a couple months left in the season. Mm-hmm. Ottawa's not. Much better in February Absolutely. than it is and in May. Again, yeah. the Leafs are on their high horse. I'd rather get punched in February than get Absolutely. knocked out in June. The Leafs were, uh, <laughs> they were on their high horse at home, up 5-1, highlight mm-hmm. real goals. Joe Thornton, welcome back goal. Austin Matthews a couple. Everything is kumbaya. And then you, you get punched in the mouth. And you need that to happen because when you get punched in the mouth, you don't want to get punched in the mouth again. The shit hurts. So it's like, surprise, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> you don't want that to happen. So uh, I expect better throughout the rest of the year. Don't see it as an issue. I guess, I, I and I've been harping on Freddie a little bit because I just sour grapes from these past previous, you know, two, three playoff series, the two versus Boston and then uh, Columbus. It would just be nice to get that extra save that us growing up were accustomed to with Cujo with Belfour, even shit, James Reimer. It always felt like, fuck, we might give up. Oh, big save, nice. Like, I just want that sire relief save. Yeah. And Freddie's numbers are always above average. But it's just like a game like that. All right, 5-3. But make that next save, please. Just get us out of here. And it feels like the Leafs have to play well <laughs> right? every night to get a win. Freddie's been good as, as of recently. I don't want to hate, like, Montreal. That was a good game, you know, on the road. But it's just like... That's a game you want to just sneak out of, you know, coast is clear. Like, you want one of those. But this is one of those games that, like, Toronto was very sorely missing Jack Campbell as well. Because it's like, it's like okay, now you got to give Freddie a night off. And it's like, yo, let's put Campbell in net and see how well he does. And, like, obviously, Campbell has shown very well, especially against the Flames. But, of course, Matthew Kachuk is yeah. a little bitch. So, you know, first of all... <laughs> Okay. But the thing is, but the thing is, with this shortened season, there's not unfortunately there's not a lot of time to give uh, your starting goalie every uh, much much time off because every yeah. game is important, right? Yeah, like, of course. You gotta win every game, so it's, maybe if the Leafs can build up uh, like a, a cushion, a bit of a cushion in first place, then they can start giving you know some of the backups some some. I, I truly some believe when the Leafs but, say that yo. Campbell is the goalie of the future. I truly believe that when they say that. Because they're a cap strap yeah. team. Well, I mean, we like we have some we have some good goaltenders in the pipeline, especially in the yeah. Marley system. Of course, like I've had I've had conversations about this. 
And like there's there's like apparently two goalies in the Marley system right now that are like literally chomping literally chomping at the bit, like ready to like ready to come and like basically steal the show from Anderson. I hate that term so much, just by the way. <laughs> chomping at the bit? I hate that term so much. It makes no it see white people invent all these terms and they're just stupid i'm sorry okay like yo it's the first thing i thought of man like come on no no it's not your fault it's white people's fault it's fine fair (laughs) fair absolutely fair um nah but like yo these mans are like hungry and ready to go these are like like these guys are ready to steal your girl at a moment's notice man like yo (laughs) there you go there you go is that better is that better for you jordan you're getting so (laughs) personal here and first of all first of all Ain't nobody stealing nobody, girl. I so there's that part. Six, what are you like? Six, four? Somebody steal mine. I'm calling Jordan. Help. Help. Don't kill me. I'm six, two. Dave is actually like six, three, which he discovered. So it's like, what the hell? Yo, this guy's actually thought I was like five, ten. I'm like, yo, how are you going to give me small, small man energy when I'm like bigger than all y'all? I I mean, sir. Sir, if if me if me and Darren have proved anything like today, like fam, do not make me stand up right now. <laughs> what you gonna do? Fly over here? Yo, if I have to, man, like y'all, be on my super get, Can y'all even get time, through the damn like... snow? It's been a snowstorm from Canada all the way to Dallas. Ain't nobody leaving there. <laughs> Ain't nobody. Yeah. Here's the pro- here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, Canadians can actually <laughs> handle winter weather. Y'all can't handle shit. Okay, first of all, don't do that. Don't do that. Because Chicago, Minnesota, it's parts of, uh, you know, you got North and South Dakota. You got the whole Eastern Seaboard of the United States. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. that. I'm sorry, okay? Like, yo, Americans cannot handle cold weather. And I learned that the hard way. What did I just say? What did I just say to you? No, 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 no. This is a proven fact. Shutting down the city. Two inches of snow. It's just, thank yeah, you. Down thank south, you. they can't handle it. Because they don't yeah, get it. See, you, can't tell a man, you can't tell a man in Boston that they can't handle this. <laughs> like, what, like, come on, fam. Like, what are you, you can't doing tell here? a man in Detroit oh, that they can't handle this. Like, what are you doing? Fam, go to, go to, go to Chicago during the winter. Go to Chicago during the winter. I was like, so I was crossing the street and I was like, yo, this is brutal. I'm going to buy a scarf and a hat right now. Overpriced scarf, overpriced hat. And the I. You buy I shit off season. It. That's why you buy shit off season, yeah. dog. Uh, yeah. Buy it off season. Nobody, but nobody's buying a damn. Even in Toronto, nobody's buying a damn scarf in yeah, that's August. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Yeah. Like, yo, what the hell? For what? Yo, sir, yo, sir, Jamaica, maybe, maybe, in, maybe in Kitchener, but maybe yo, don't hate on my ends, sir. <laughs> I'm absolutely, hate. I'm absolutely hating on your ends. The only thing Do that's not hate good on for my is, ends. the only thing on that Kitchener is good for. Is Jamal Murray and my good friend Sarah McDonald. So that's it. <laughs> so Yo, all it. I have to say is this. So sticks, so sticks. Have you have you uh have you expanded your knowledge on the game since we've started this podcast or or you know, since the beginning of the season? So I've been able to watch games and actually understand what's going on. So, mm-hmm. you know, when there's offsides, when there's icing, you know what I'm saying, like that kind of stuff. You know, be able to, like, you know, follow along with, like, you know, uh, um, like, power plays, penalty kills, stuff like that. Things about, like, in the zone and whatever. Like, yeah, I'm able to, like, you know, follow along. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of, like, actively 
participating in watching the games because the schedulers of the NHL and the NBA have been so convenient and being like, oh, let's have <laughs> the Raptors so and Leafs play at the exact same time. No, it's, I know. It's really annoying. And it's just like, what do I actually have the capacity for? I'm just like, ah, Raptors. So do you, so do you find that now that you're understanding the the, the, the smaller facets of facets of the game, mm-hmm. do you find that the game is overall more enjoyable? Yeah, yeah, because like you know, I can actually be like you know semi invested in it. Uh, like, do, so, do you find yourself like screaming like, no, that's offside, that's offside? <laughs> Yo, okay, I'm well, see, him like, doing I'm that not, too. See, like, I'm not all the way there yet because, yeah. like, I don't particularly know when it's, like, offside. But yeah. I can I can still pick up on it. It's like, oh, like, oh, I know that's icing because no one touched the puck or anything like that. So I was like, right. okay. I know right, right. that kind of stuff. And, you know, I can still, you know, uh, you know, cuss Freddie Anderson when he's, like, playing like shit. So. <laughs> he's learning. <laughs> Yeah, so it's fine. Learning. You and Reese are probably like the biggest uh, proponents of um of, yeah. of Anderson. Yeah, president and vice president of the of the Fam. This man's moving like Aaron Baines more times. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, on, bro. Wow. Wow. Like, wow. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. That was beautiful. Aaron Baines. That was absolutely beautiful. As of February 16th. Fair. Yeah, he, did. he actually did. Bring yes, him off did. the bench for the rest of the season. I like the starting five tonight. That was beautiful. And I've been tweeting about him just like, yo, I don't care how it gets done. You start Norman Powell. You put OG at the four. You put Pascal at the five or flip those two. Whatever. I don't care. I OG and so much. <laughs> and, we, and, we, and we beat the Bucks. Fantastic. With 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 um Patrick Connett Patrick Connaughton had his season high, of course, because everyone has their season high. Giannis <laughs> had thirty. Giannis had thirty four. Did not know that. Still won the game. It's great. This season Fantastic. is fraud. This NBA season is fraud. Plain and simple. I've been saying it's. I've been saying it's fake. All seasons is fraud. Bro. Everything is Yo. fake this year. Yo, Even the Super Bowl is fake. Hey. That show is fake. Fucking <laughs> 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 fake. <laughs> Yo, um, I want to talk about something uh, something interesting that kind of came up uh, the other Sir, day. Sir, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. Make it quick. What do you think I'm trying to do? All right, go. <laughs> Anyways, um, so y'all y'all heard what the Leafs have been doing, right? Because the Leafs had just brought up uh, a podcast talk, uh, talking about black stories. And they're mm-hmm. calling it the Breaking about Barriers time. podcast. Um, how y'all feel about that? That's great. I mean, shout out to them. Like, I... I, I um... There was there was a uh, shout out to Black Girl Hockey Club. They were actually posting a challenge to every single team in the league to mm-hmm. find out what they were going to do for Black History Month and mm-hmm. moving forward to to kind of uh, commemorate and acknowledge uh, Black Black hockey players and Black hockey fans, mm-hmm. past and present and future. So uh, the Maple Leafs, you know, some other teams like the LA Kings. Shout out to them. They. They and the San Jose with, Sharks, like yeah, um, they came up with the custom uniforms and all those things, and the NHL did put the 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 uh, Willie O'Ree sticker in the, the back. Willie O'Ree sticker on the back of the helmets and all yeah. those things, and those, those things are cool or whatever. But we still want to see more, but we have to start from somewhere. So it's it's good that the Leafs, mm-hmm. specifically, um, and all you know, all four of us, that's our favorite hockey team. So it's good to see that they're actually doing something. Um, to, to to acknowledge like black people and black players and all of those things, but we want to see more. Definitely want to see more. I, I, that's of course. a good start, though. Okay. It really is. I was going to say, go ahead. I go hope ahead. the Leafs take this as an opportunity to bring on board people like black 
a Black Girl Hockey Club on their Twitter from Twitter. Folks like Darren, maybe yeah, even folks us. Folks like, for example, how Darren ran point <laughs> on the Black History Month, like uh, favorite Black hockey players and and what they mean to us, stuff like that. Getting Black creators that are involved in the sports mm -hmm. to help tell these stories because who better to tell these stories than black faces that got in the game and are acknowledging, respecting, and in love with of our course. favorite black hockey players. So when I, I see this as a great opportunity, and it doesn't have to necessarily, even though I would love it to be, for example, you know, y'all three ran point on that Jerome McGinley episode, and I thought that was fantastic. Black Girl Hockey Club is fantastic. There's some great black analysts there. You can handpick whichever ones, but I see that as a great opportunity to reach out to those that have continued to tell those stories over and over again. And mm -hmm. whether that be in a consultation role, whether that be help run point on this, just to tell that story because it's a little more personal rather than, hey, it's Black History Month. We understand that black people have it tough in, in North America, in Western countries. We'll have us talk. We'll mm -hmm. have everywhere. Yeah, we'll have everywhere, dog. You know, <laughs> us talk about it. I'm like, well, you can hand grab, a, but there are so many talent, especially in the Ontario area, so many talented people mm -hmm. of our complexion that love the game, know the game, and you mm -hmm. know can tell these stories. And uh, I I see this as a great opportunity. But you're one of them, Reese. Like no no no, yep. no bullshit. Yeah, for like, real. You're yep. one of the most knowledgeable people. Not even black yep. people. Like, you're one Yo, of the most you're knowledgeable like, people yep. about you're... the game that I've ever met. Like the intricacies of of what you talk about. Are things that I can't even fathom or even understand. So shout out to you, man. So I, I feel like, like yo, like first and love. foremost, like yo, you're you're like the first black that uh, black analytical the uh, or sorry the first black hockey analytic that I've ever met. That's like like one hundred percent or not even one hundred percent, one hundred and twenty percent in depth with what appreciate they're talking it, boys. about. I appreciate it. And it's like, love. hey, it's just, I'm just a nerd. Like, I just, I, whatever I like. I think if there's something in, in life that you like, <laughs> I don't like the half acid. Mm. Like, for, that's why you go be a star, <laughs> Reese like, boy. Yeah, that's why we're trying to tell you. That's why. Real. That's why we gotta. That's why we gotta. We gotta braid your hair, give you a lineup, <laughs> wipe, the, wipe, wipe the crust off your eyes, put a nice <laughs> shirt on you. You know yo, what I'm saying? Iron it out, like fam. Like no, yo, you we need this, to get bro. you a Simmons jersey too. I, just I just one time, like yo. I promise I clean up well. Not today. It's been a long ass day. You know. <laughs> I know. I know. Nah, we feel you. Appreciate you. We buddy. feel you. Um, speaking of talent, well, hold on, uh, but wait, hold on. I want to put in my input on the on the yeah, loose podcasting. Yeah, so no, here's right. the thing: the entire point of us having this platform was not that we're to be like you know the only black podcast that talks about hockey because obviously we're not that because obviously they exist. But it's the fact that a original six team, mm -hmm. one of the oldest teams in the National Hockey League has this platform is take it has that self-awareness and you know what maybe they did scour the internet and whatnot or they looked internally finally to <laughs> you know um have a platform like this on a consistent level to branch out and talk to other you know uh black hockey enthusiasts and black hockey organizations such as Black Girl Hockey Club, which is a which is an amazing look. That is what it's all about. Because the the trickle effect from that 
is greater than we can even imagine. The fact that we can contribute to that. <sighs> what is the word I'm looking for? Wow. The word just left me. <laughs> ecosystem. There it is. Contribute to the ecosystem of the Black Hockey Podcast world that is just budding. That is what we want to see more of. And I, and I hope that there are other teams that take note from what the Leafs have done. Because, yeah, the Leafs are not the first like, you know, entity to have a black hockey podcast, nor will they be the last. But they're the most significant to this point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm looking at a team like the Seattle Kraken. I think that they are going to really change the game in terms of what diversity in hockey looks like. Because if I'm not mistaken, they have a black man who's going to be their play-by-play. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they have a lot of diversity within their front office staff. So I think that they're going to do a lot of things, even down to the roster. We're not surprised. We need need to get Reese to be their color man. Listen, we need need Reese to be an assistant coach at this point. Because, like, what are we even talking about? For real, like, what the hell? Like the the like this guy? No, 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 no. You're not gonna be modest. That's my job. <laughs> I'm the modest one who can never take getting hyped up. No, because like you know, look, the brain that you have. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we talk about this offline. I've definitely brought it up. Like every time you talk, I'm just like, yo, this guy Reese, like this guy. This guy's a you. This guy's a you, but this guy has so much potential, and just like yo, like, like he's a guy, you know. You, you know, yo, he's a guy, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like guy. Yo, he's a guy, So it's just like so the fact that we have people like Reese that exist, and maybe like you know with the Leafs, it opens up more doors and more avenues, and who knows, maybe somehow Reese. Gets to be a guest contributor on the Leafs Black Hockey Podcast, and that's just like amazing. You know what I'm saying? So it's fingers just like, crossed, man. Yo, that, y'all now yeah, you act like me and Barry can't hey, make a phone to... call. You act like me and Barry can't inquire as to who we runs the podcast. Man, if I don't, I'll, I'll tell him max contract all four, or I ain't going. Okay. First of all, first of all, I don't, I don't, I don't need all that. I don't need to embarrass myself uh, on that much of a stage. Okay, so fine. That's fine. You're three of us still. You guys, yes, you guys can take all of that. I will be in the background chilling. I'll just make the Ew. documentary. It's fine. It, well, it's easy to, <laughs> right. First of all, all thank right. you so much for you know y- y'all kindness. Just the the energy just allowed me to be comfortable. And my own skin is talk. I'm shooting the shits, you know, with, with the bros, right? That's how I look at it. So it's, I don't think mm-hmm. I could replicate some of, you know, the ideas I want to put out if I wasn't in a platform like this. And I don't, I, I think that doesn't speak just for me, but I think it'll speak for anybody interested in anything that is of our complexion or of a different culture where they're in lanes where they don't feel as if they belong in that lane. We are four young black men talking about hockey. I don't know if I'd feel as comfortable to jump in a conversation with no offense. There's a lot of, you know, with knowledgeable white hockey fans, analysts that I would love to pick their brain on, but I don't know if I'd feel as comfortable to shoot the shits with the way I am here. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way about any lane where it is a predominantly white male lane 
and their voice might not feel as strong, confident, you know, able body as I am in this platform. So, you know, just thanks to boys. Like, you know, that's whatever greatness, whatever respect you guys have of the way I talk the game, you know, is just, it's a reflection and it's indicative of just what we've just started and what we'll continue to build here. So. Of you course, deserve man. all of it, sir. You deserve all of it. We got you, Doug. We got you. It's like, yo, I, I've been saying this from time. It's like, yo, we all succeed. We all succeed together. We, uh, we all, we all triumph together. We're a group, and like, we, like, I want us to succeed, like, all, all as one. You know what I mean? Listen, all y'all succeed, and then I'm gonna, I'm just gonna fade away gracefully. No, 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 David. <laughs> All right. Um, before we go, uh, speaking of talent and stories that have been unheard, um, don't you know somebody Reese that could could use that could use an outlet or two, especially when it comes to telling their story? Uh, my brain is freezing up here. Certain, certain men used to play oh. for Islanders. Yeah, wow, you can't, you can't, you oh. can't be giving these like kind of cryptic hints at one oh nine in the morning. My yo, Doug, yo, it could be I a watch bomb. You never know. <laughs> stay tuned. It's it's really dope that we've had a pretty loyal, growing fan base already. We have some things cooking. We're trying to nail down a certain. I don't want to say controversial because it is not of his doing. But nah, just a he's very, not controversial. Yeah, he's very, not controversial very in the slightest. Talented, very kind individual. Dope, dope dude, just amazing guy. We want to tell his story here. We're fi- figuring out the logistics of it because wink, wink, time zones. You know, some people have the balls to say, eh, I don't want to play here this year. I'm going to go overseas and make shit shake in. And they tell you, y'all niggas can call me next year. And hopefully... uh <laughs> we'll, we'll get to tell the story here. Just stay tuned. Uh, young, talented, former first-round pick here. We're going to try to get him here. I'm bugging him like once a week on the IG. So, But he responds every time. He's a, he's a nice guy. So we'll start off there. I mean, we did see him on Team Jamaica one that's time. All, it's like, a lot of mercy. All, but... <laughs> this guy said a lot of mercy. I'll, 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 I'll let y'all Wikipedia, <laughs> NHL draft pick, Team Jamaica. So, And I'll, I'll let you decide who that might be. All right. Thank All right. y'all so much for listening to another episode of <laughs> Third Intermission Podcast. I don't know what that Dave Jamaican ad lib was, but I felt the need to hijack and and cue the sign off. So what you guys can all do is uh, follow our new account. Okay, follow our new account at Toronto Third. Third, as in three, RD, Toronto, third. I don't know if uh, Dave has changed all of the handles on all of our <laughs> socials, but on Twitter, it's Toronto, third. Okay? And you can listen to this podcast on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, whichever the one. SoundCloud, and we're working on Google Podcasts, too. Yeah. Oh, Google. Google's fine. You know, Google's easy to get onto. Right. But thank you so much 
follow all of our handles we're not going to say them because if by now you don't know where they are they are in the episode no they're in the podcast description and they're also on each page that you follow us on socials that being said, no, Dave, you're you're on, you're on time out. Shout out for you. <laughs> really, you, yo, you gotta. Yeah, you're, you're on time out. Eh? This is this is this is a st- exclusive takeover wow. of the sign off. Okay, <laughs> okay, because absolutely not. I'm not forgiving that ad lib tonight. Absolutely not. I, I I I just I just don't know. I just don't know. During Black History Month, David, really? Press the brush now. This. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Okay. Yo, real talk. Yo, real talk. No, we're, hold on. Real we're going to save that to offline because Reese needs to see the red yes, <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Real talk. Like, yo, we got to cut All this right, off. All right. Peace, everybody. Yeah, have a good night, y'all. I need to hear this.